0: Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode 30, I think. What a milestone. Episodes three zero 0 of... Um... <sighs> oh, get the flick out of here. And I was just thinking, it's only fitting that there is a zero in the number of this episode, because that is the rating we would both give to a film Spoiler called...
1: Spoiler alert! Uh...
0: Will be, I think they'll be able to talk to to figure it out. You think uh, they'd be able
1: I, to do that on their own? I'm Alex
0: Pulaski, and uh, Kate's with me, uh, as always. Uh, Kate, uh, this this week, I have decided to fashion the battery operated string of lights that I wear for December uh, very tightly around my throat, as though I am uh, fashioning a, a noose for myself, because it has never been more. Pray for my own death, December Than it had, than it is today. I thought after last week in the Lindsay Lohan debacle that we weren't going to get much worse. I think we may have just—we be reviewing the worst movie ever made.
1: Yeah, people say it's The Room. I was entertained by The Room for the wrong no. reasons. No, this no, no, is no, significantly no. worse, but also this—this
0: may- this movie was ostensibly made by professionals which yes. you cannot say about the room.
1: Ron Howard's brother is in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get much more professional than Ron, Ron Howard's, Howard's brother. Ron Howard's brother.
1: <laughs> uh, so, a couple things. One, it's just nice to be back to, to true form. Like, we really liked Marcel the Shell. We really liked mm. the Weird Al movie. It just feels good to get mm. back into the wheelhouse mm. of... Mm-hmm taking something down at night it feels good to like just bulk up to to hulk up into that mm-hmm. alex it feels good mm-hmm. to show our muscles our Santa yeah. with muscles
0: Sental with muscles uh oh either way i also got a brand new t-shirt it it uh it's it's that wonderful uh refrain from christmas vacation it says can i refill your eggnog get you something to eat drive you out to the middle of nowhere leave you for dead <laughs> um, which is what I'd like to do to everybody who had a hand in making this film. Alex, Think <laughs> of the kids, though. Oh, no, on. no, no, even even Mila Kunis, um, who is in this film at maybe twelve years old and really creepy. It's really creepy and like like a weird, like uncanny valley thing to see Mila Kunis. As a as a child, as a as a real child, she was not, not, pretty
1: good though no, in it. I felt she, like no,
0: she was the best actor but in the whole is... film. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> How dare you say that about Ron Howard's brother? <laughs>
0: um, uh, Kate, I was like, because I watched this movie several days ago, and I tried to put it out of my brain immediately. Of course. So I um I went online, I, I googled. Santa with Muscles Synopsis. And the one that is on Wikipedia has a glaring error about the final detail of the movie, which we'll, we'll talk about. But it's also short. And I wanted like a blow by blow. A lot of these things on Wikipedia are like 2,000 words to like tell you every detail. I didn't want to miss anything. Um, of course. No that- one on the interse- internet has, syn- has synopsized this movie. Came out nineteen ninety six. The internet has been around since then. No one has thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna do it because why would they? Because this movie. Because so this I movie.
1: I received a DM from you about this movie, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, Santa with muscles. And you were like, you knew this existed, yes. and I'm pretty sure the way I found out about it, I'm pretty sure. Don't don't quote me on this, but. I think I found out about Santa with Muscles because I think Liv Morgan put out a tweet like I need a horror like a horror movie to watch around uh, Halloween last year and MJF responded with Santa
0: with Muscles. It is a horror movie. <laughs> and it is a horror, it is horror movie. Um, it is a horror movie.
1: So that is why I found out about Santa with Muscles when I was like what the heck is this? And I knew it involved Hulk Hogan. It had to. Oh. And then when I, I looked it up I was like oh, okay, I don't even have to see this to know what this is. But then Mm -hmm. here we are a year later, blessed Mm -hmm. to be getting paid to talk about (laughs) (laughs) Santa with muscles.
0: Although we should have negotiated double for this.
1: I think, yeah, between having to actually wash it Next right. time and a half right there. And yeah. then uh, the penalty of having to talk about it should, yeah. should probably have been, been yeah. double pay. So right. Christmas bonus to us. I'm self-awarding yep. it. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Alex, this movie was a movie that happened.
0: I I wouldn't even c- categorize it as such. Um, from,
1: from the perspective of like it was something that was filmed.
0: I mean, technically. It was inarguably
1: uh, filmed. <laughs> That's the nicest thing we can say about it. Uh,
0: yeah. And Mila um, the,
1: was pretty good. <laughs> as as,
0: as the second most important child out of three that live in an <laughs> orphanage. She was pretty good. Actually, third most important. Really. Yeah,
1: kind of the third. I was gonna say.
0: Yeah, actually, the, the least important child who lives in an orphanage, out of three. Um. So uh, here here we go. Um. The thing starts with uh, this uh, little girl writing a letter to Santa. Dear
1: and Santa. I-, I was
0: like, here's the thing. I thought some. Have you ever done like on these weird? Um. Uh. Oh, by the way. Um. Uh, this movie is free. If you would like to watch it, please spare yourself. But if you would like to watch it, it's free on Tubi. Free on
1: Tubi. Don't even need to create a login. No. God no. bless.
0: Free on Tubi. But um you, if you Google, if you like Google, if you put Santa, just Santa, into the into the the search bar. There are hundreds of movies on Tubi with Santa in the title, and yeah, this does not appear. This does not appear in the first like three pages. You have to dig for this. Do we They're know like, what
1: Santa with the muscles did at the box office, or was this a straight to DVD vehicle? I, 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 uh, uh,
0: I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna um, Google it
1: because I want to know.
0: You should. You should. <laughs> If this movie came out also, which is kind of funny too, if if this movie came out in December of 1996, is that not... Does that not post-date Hulk Hogan joining the NWO? So among the children who watched wrestling in 1996, he would have been viewed by them as the biggest villain in wrestling. Because the older kids and the adults love the NWO, but the kids hated them. Hated, yeah. Especially Hulk Hogan, because he turned his back on the WCW to join the outsiders. And you're presenting a few months later, a Christmas movie starring him as Santa I can't imagine this would reach the target audience they had hoped for.
1: I also, so this is funny. I actually put out a tweet the other day that was like, what were the most heartbreaking heel turns of mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you? And so mm-hmm. many of them were Hogan. Mm-hmm. Like, so many of them were Hogan. And so the people who said that would have been the people that they were trying to, to get to see this movie. He, it, he does kind of start as a heel. And then he has a nice little baby face turn.
0: It's true. Um, but anyway, the uh, the the <laughs> girl is writing uh, a Christmas, and I, it's one of those things. Yeah. Anyway, the reason I said this, Bad way time. I brought the whole Tubi thing, is that some occasionally, with really obscure titles on these on these lower streaming services, the wrong file will be loaded to the wrong thing. So, like, if you click on it, you're clicking to the wrong file because they put it out. They just they, the database is wrong. So I was concerned I was watching the wrong Christmas movie because the first four minutes are this little girl narrating, who I've never seen before, narrating uh, her, her, her Christmas letter to Santa that she wants somebody to help with the, with the orphanage she lives in or something. Well um, dude, she writes
1: the letter about the med scientist who's doing Mr. Frost. There you go. Who's doing and I was bad like, things. I didn't
0: I didn't know there was a mad scientist in this movie.
1: Which, by the way, after having watched so much of Schlocktober, mm. I was like, wrong gimmick, bro. Like, like mm. this, this felt so Halloween-ish.
0: Right. Um she was
1: just wrong. I will also so... let you know that. The Santa Claus with Tim Allen came out in 1994, so this was like probably the next great Santa follow-up oh, movie.
0: Yeah, sure. When did <laughs> I don't Jingle know all the if it was out? oh 98? I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not um, gonna make
1: you watch that.
0: No, we got not. too
1: much other stuff to get through.
0: No, we got we just, no, I already did one Arnold movie. You're not gonna make me do another Arnold. <laughs> movie. Uh, does he give birth in this one too? Um, I uh, th- th- we Then we, we, we see, speaking of Arnold, we see uh, Hulk Hogan in a parody of the scene in Commando where Colonel John Matrix infiltrates a drug lord's m- mansion um, by systematically killing all of the guards. Um, it is a parody of that with Hulk Hogan... Wearing a wig. The character's not wearing a wig. Hulk Hogan, I suppose, like the character of Blake Thorne couldn't be bald because he'd be too vain for that. So he's wearing a very obvious toupee. Uh, and they've they've um they've <laughs> trimmed his trademark mustache down so it's very much much more business-like. Um, and uh, and he's wearing battle fatigues. And he is he fights an army of gardeners and there's a, a chef and a chauffeur. And he fights them all. Um, not like lethally or anything. He just punches them in the face or or throws something at them. One of them gets tossed over a balcony, but it's not a very far fall. One of them, what one of the little gardeners uh, can do karate. Um, but anyway, after a while. He's fought to a stalemate where he's standing in the middle and they're all surrounding him. One of them has a weed whacker pressed very close to his face. Um, And then he's like, all right, time. And uh, it, it, four minutes and something said, like, ah, four minutes. Ah, a, yeah, four minutes, you call that exercise? And all these guys are like, oh, thank you, sir, whatever. And then he's got a butler there with him. I don't remember what the butler's name is.
1: But he also says because they're they're overselling let's call it what it is they sean michaels they're definitely
0: there's sean michaels in him
1: there's sean michaels in him they he goes you guys just want your christmas bonus and i was like immediately i can't buy into this movie because i can't buy hulk hogan not wanting his ego stroked there's, no, <laughs> mm-hmm. no
0: there's no no
1: way there's no way Sorry to derail us so early, but this did a whopping two hundred twenty thousand
0: dollars at the box office. Nice, kind of a miscalculation there, I guess, from the PR people. Um, Yeah. uh, So, this is Blake Thorne. Blake Thorne um, is a mega millionaire whose thing is um, uh, like protein shakes and health food. And exercise equipment. There was a, a very big thing in the mid '90s um, uh, called Body by Jake. There was a there was a guy, uh, Italian fella, uh, big muscles, Body by Jake. He had a whole line of health food and and equipment and and videos, a line of videos you could buy. And I'm really surprised they didn't go all the way and just have it Body by Blake. I, I'm really oh I'm, gosh, I'm very man. surprised because that's basically what they've turned this guy into that um, would
1: involve being clever clever anyway, <laughs>
0: yes. um but uh so there's a uh, there's some kind of charity ball he's supposed to go to or no they're supposed to they want to have the charity ball at his mansion of course and he doesn't want to because what's the he has he has like several hundred rules and he quizzes his 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 staff rule number 91 and they're like uh uh and he remembers it but i remember what the rules are but they're all very selfish rules
1: of course because he's a selfish guy Mm -hmm. because he's a businessman Mm -hmm. and he fights his staff and then quizzes them so definitely Mm -hmm. sounds like a great dude to work for
0: um yep um so anyway uh he's to tell tell the tell the charity ball they're not allowed to to come to my house and have a charity ball unless they pay me money or something uh he's very scroogish um and uh like all the other um scrooges of the past he likes to have uh dirt bike paintball fights that's his that's his ba- this is basic thing um it, so after his morning of beating up his gardeners and then eating a very healthy egg white omelet I'm sure uh, that's on, on exactly
1: the... how Mark Cuban starts his days. Yeah,
0: yeah. on the ver- on the veranda, <laughs> um, he uh, he's he puts on a, his little trademark. It's not is it's a red uh, little do rag, and he's got his fatigues on, and he's uh, he's he's doing a little like, all right, everybody, you you are my paintball buddies, I guess. Let's all do paintball, and they drive off. At a very high rate of speed and he's in a jeep with one other guy with him and there's a bunch of dirt bikes following and they drive off into the desert um this is by the way this takes place uh in california in a fake town called lakeville because there are no lakes in california and um uh it, but it's a small town with like it, they they keep talking about it. it's a small town or whatever um there's a radio ad about lakeville come to beautiful lakeville Um, But as they're driving the desert road to get from wherever the hell his mansion is to Lakeville, one of the dirt bikes jumps off a blind hill and lands on the hood of a sheriff's deputy car. The sheriff's deputy is played by Clint Howard, Ron Howard's brother. Um, You'd know him if you saw him. Yeah. Uh, it, he's he's got that face. Uh, but he is he is sitting in his car, <laughs> playing with his radar gun, pew 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 pew. Um, and then when a guy lands on his hood of his car and and, and keeps moving, he fumbles for the for the r- radio and yells something at dispatch about, oh my god, I'm under attack. There's a bunch of terrorists, and he peels out after them. So. There is one chef's deputy, then joined by a couple other service deputy cars, in a high-speed chase, with millionaire Blake Thorne, who has his picture plastered all over the ubiquitous products that he makes. And Richest guy in everywhere. 10
1: states, we find out later.
0: Richest guy in 10 states, yep. Not at all a celebrity. Um... This is a, a this is a, a theme I'm I'm finding among our movies.
1: Amnesia.
0: Amnesia and, and celebrities of- not being recognized <laughs> by people.
1: I was so glad we did these back to back just for Me this too. reason.
0: Me too. Ah, um dream. Uh, so this millionaire doesn't pull over for the cops and say, Oh, by the way, I'm a millionaire. Um, you know me, I'm Blake Thorne. I do you know who I am? He doesn't do one of those. I'll pay for the damages to your sheriff's vehicle. Oh, by the way, I'm just I just made a call to my lawyer, I just bought the sheriff's department. He doesn't do one of those as a text, right? He's, he's he's yelling to the guy in the passenger seat because Hulk Hogan is driving. Blake Thorne is driving. He says, Uh, Blake's rule number 402 they, uh never surrender, says the guy. So so they never st- they do slow down. And I just like, I oh, want to emphasize
1: too that the big crime here is speeding. Like he's not well, trying speeding, to
0: speeding and and I suppose reckless driving with uh, um, uh, vandalism to a, a, a cop car, perhaps.
1: But... Sure, but my point being, like, he was not trying to outrun the cops because he murdered someone. No, like this, this is not is a just... white Bronco situation. No, 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 no. This is just him. Not wanting to pull over, even mm-hmm. though he could pay his way out of whatever. He
0: thinks He says, "This I'm having too much fun. Out outrunning the cops in a high speed chase through a residential neighborhood is fun for me." But, great uh, but he for says, the "Kids." He said, uh, "But they see a a, a a sign saying Lakeville Mall this way. Meet Santa this way. Uh, le- like, and it's like, oh Lakeville, great. I grew up there." He says in a very weird way. To the camera, which is supposed to be the guy in the passenger seat, um, and and then he bails out of the moving vehicle and runs into the mall parking lot uh, where the cops aren't aren't following him. Um, he just it's a it's a very leisurely jog, like he's just just doing one of these things. Like like I, I don't know. it Come was on. so odd.
1: More respect for John Howard or Rod Howard's brother, John Howard. That's probably his name. Uh I forgot that there's like this also overarching stereotype of cops in the mm. like in the early 90s, too, that they're all just long, big old goofballs getting yep. to their gems.
0: Well, it, it does feel like the the entirety of writing rooms in the 90s are just like a deuce of hazard. Just we lot we watched a lot of Dukes of Hazard in our teens and it's 20 years later and now we're writing so so all all cops are bumbling goofballs. Um (laughs) all them duke boys did it again. Um so uh they he runs into the thing, and by the way, at the same time, whoever is actually the mall Santa at the Lakeville Mall is missing. We don't know. We actually we never find out what happened to that guy. We really that guy never don't. up for work. He may he may have suffered a horrible heart attack. Like,
1: he might have gotten kidnapped. Somebody. We have no. Santa.
0: We have no idea what happened to him. Oh, but you know what whole... he did? Mm. He went back to the North Pole. Mm, that's true. Um, the. <laughs> Screw this Lakeville place. I'm, I'm out. Um, uh, there's a whole room of full-grown adult men in elf costumes playing poker with cash um, waiting around for Santa gets to show up because nothing can happen if Santa shows up. And the mall PR lady is very frustrated that there's no Santa there because there's a whole line of people at this very small town's very expansive mall um, who are waiting to see Santa. Um, as though it is a, like a celebrity autograph signing. Yeah. You know, like
1: <laughs> also just like no regard for the fact that the guy's missing, to your point, too. Like no. there's <clears throat> there's a human being playing Santa that's missing, right. which yeah. you don't want to tell the kids. No. But like she should be concerned about that. Right. Like right. she should um, be like, hey, I filed a missing person's report. I don't know where right. you're went.
0: <laughs> so she says to the entire well, oh, first, first we, we see Don Stark, who played the neighbor dad in that 70s show. That's his big claim to fame, I believe. His character is Lenny. And Lenny is on the phone with what would appear to be his bookie, right? Like, yes. I'll, I'll get the money for you at the end of the week. I promise. I know I'm, know I'm late, but I'll get the money for you. Don't worry about it. I'll get the money. Um, why this New York mobster goon, maybe he, maybe he's in witness protection. I don't know why he's in this very small um, desert community in, in Los Angeles, but Lenny is.
1: What we need is mobster elf and Santa with muscles too. We find out what happened to right. the original Santa right. and it was that he yes. took him out. We need yes. a sequel oh, is what I'm saying. That, there you
0: go. So it would appear he's on the phone to his bookie, but he's not. He's on the phone to a guy in a lab coat. Um, he's like, "You will get us that money, Leonard." Uh, he's British and, uh, and William Regal, apparently. And, and, basically, that's he's a very skinny, angular um, uh, villain. Villain, that... but he's uh, but he's, he's like, "You will get us that money, Leonard." Don't, don't you think you could you could well on us um, and. Uh, and I'm like, why is the guy in the lab coat your bookie? Is he like running a side business outside of the lab? Like, what's what's going on? We find out in a little bit, but it doesn't make any more sense. Um,
1: I can't tell you how jarring it was to have the presence of a mad scientist who is also such a reroute from the actual villain. Uh, I was like, this is this is October. This is not Christmas season. Mad scientists are a Halloween Dr. Frankenstein situation or a non-holiday entity. It didn't feel in place right. for Christmas. No.
0: So, <clears throat> Lenny needs money. He needs cash. He does. To pay back his bookie who's also a scientist. They never say why he owes this person money.
1: No, Ever. and the, even, we'll talk about it later, but the man science part of this also a derailment from kind of the plot of the movie. Of-
0: right. hmm Mm-hmm.
1: we'll
0: get yes. there but right um anyway so the pr lady for the mall says any of you elves the first one to bring me santa gets 50 bucks now i looked it up um 50 bucks in 1996 dollars is like 55 dollars. so i don't understand why that was like this major motive does that all you owe Oh, is that when off? when
1: bookies are breathing down your neck, it's usually 50 over
0: $55. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like by the way, that was a lie. I didn't actually look it up. I was trying to make a joke because there's no reason it's
1: not like that big of a disparity.
0: No, yeah. like it's like this is gonna make or break me if I get this 50 bucks. Um
1: also just huge appreciation for a hot mall PR lady. Yeah. Sometimes blondes and public relations are mm-hmm. very attractive yeah but straight out of like the wrestling heel playbook mm-hmm. Almost, mm-hmm. I was like...
0: <laughs> so um so lenny decides he's gonna go out and try and find the santa so he can get 50 bucks um the the wait a minute where does he find the santa costume does he mug the actual santa Did he find it in the locker room of the place? He finds a costume. I forget, honestly, I don't know what happened. How how Hulk Hogan is going through the through the through the you know back hallways of this mall, and uh he sees that there are there are cops there looking for him, so he ducks into a room and he comes out wearing a Santa costume. Um and they go, Oh, hey, hello, Santa, say the sheriff's deputies. As though it is actually Santa. Hey, did you see a big guy walking through here? We're in battle fatigues. Um, uh, he's on the run. Is like, is like, no, officer. Of course not. If I see him, I'll definitely point him out to you. Says Hulk Hogan. And then,
1: he, I they, I just was looking back at my notes. He, there's just, like, a green room where Santa would normally change, and it's just hanging there with other elf costumes. They really don't go. ever, at any point, explain what happens to him. So them.
0: that guy never showed up to work. That guy's dead. I don't know what happened to him, but, like, pro- you probably... Maybe he's a bum. Just... Ma- probably a sweet old man who... I, w- I want to believe he was... For Lakeland.
1: He was double-booked, and he got a better Santa gig elsewhere.
0: Sure. No, it's gotta <laughs> happen. Um, we We see... Um, this man and his son, I don't know why, how they made it through security. They, they, op- <laughs> some locked door was propped open and they walked into the back. Just like, Hey, we got backstage passes to meet Santa. Um, and, and they're like, Hey Santa, there you are. I got my list. I wanted to show it to you. Um, and it's like, uh, Hey kid, shut up or something. Get a job or whatever says. The mean Blake Thorne. And as he's walking away, he has forgot, like when he changed into the Santa costume, he didn't part of his army fatigues are hanging out the back of his pants. And yeah, I think like he threw the
1: Santa costume on over his fatigues. and so But like the that. problem
0: with that is that later that's not what happened. I'll say it when we get to it. Um, the, 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 the sheriff's guys see that he's that it's hanging out the back and they run after him slowly. You know, as slow as Hulk Hogan is willing to run for this for this picture.
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: And then he and then they come around a corner and he's missing. Where did he go? He can't have gone that fast that far. Look how slow he was running. He apparently uh, ducked and let, went over and is hanging on the um, in the incinerator chute like you have in a mall. Of course. And um, easily big enough for somebody to fall down and be murdered. Like it's a not like it's a very small incinerator chute. It's a very large hole. Um, but he ends up uh falling all the way down this incinerator chute, but not landing in the incinerator somehow. Uh, uh, but he lands and hits his head, and he lands right at the feet of Lenny, who is just sitting at the in the basement of this mall, looking hard for Santa because he needs that fifty bucks so bad. So um, he notices that sticking out of the costume of this Santa is some battle fatigue material. So it just reaches down and yanks on it, and it, it's, it's just a piece of material. It's not actually attached to any garment. It's just like, it's as though, hey, before I put on this Santa suit, I should take off my fatigue jacket, cut about a square foot of it, And stuff it in the back of my pants just to make sure the sheriff's deputies can identify me, the guy who's been running from them. That's how ridiculous this is. Um, But also, uh, Lenny reaches down and finds uh, the wallet.
1: The wallet of who, Alex?
0: Blake Thorne, the richest man in 10 states, who also has, I cannot stress this enough, a blockbuster card. Now, it it is the 90s. But I can't imagine Blake Thorne doing his own video shopping.
1: No, he probably has a theater in giant mansion.
0: Or he'd send one of his 12 gardeners to go pick up the latest Hulk Hogan uh, one picture. One of
1: his 12 gardeners slash combat buddies slash mm-hmm. quiz mm-hmm. contestants.
0: Right, there you go. Um... So Lenny wakes him up. Or no, he does wake up. Lenny's wake him up. He wakes up. And then he goes, Where am I? Who am I? Hey, uh, you're Santa Claus, look at you. Of course you're Santa Claus. It's like, I'm Santa Claus, says says kogan Um, so Lenny's gonna steal Blake Thorne's wallet and use the the debit cards to go to an ATM and unload all these uh, all the money. So he's gonna be, I'm rich. I'm so rich Just his little dance. Um, but then Blake Thorne wakes up and he convinces him very easily. You're Santa. I'm Santa? Yeah, come on up. Sa- there's, there's. I think there's got to be a happy medium of amnesia behavior between last week. I don't know my name, but I know that I'm supposed to be a horrible person to all service, uh, <laughs> service employees. Um, or this week. What? What are what are you? Who am I? Am I where what are these clothes? What are clothes? There's gotta be like something in the middle. But
1: if you also don't know who you are, wouldn't the first thing you do be to be like, hey, where's my ID? Like I feel like
0: But but I feel like I feel like Blake Thorne when he when he has his amnesia wouldn't know what ID is because he's so out of it.
1: Yeah, but at no point does he really check for it.
0: No, no, not (laughs) not like, because days go by and he gets better and better, but never thinks about checking his own ID. And And also, again.
1: I also like, I can buy a little bit, there's a man in an elf costume dressed as an elf, you're dressed as Santa, you probably would be like going along with it for a minute, so I can kind of buy that. But the inconsistencies between last week's portrayal of Amnesia and this week's portrayal of Amnesia are...
0: Lenny doesn't convince him that he's a regular guy dressed as Santa. (laughs) Lenny, with zero effort, convinces him he is the actual Santa Claus. Claus. Your name is Chris Kringle. (laughs) Like, that is, like, he doesn't say that, but that's basically what he says. Um, so hey, um, let's all everybody's waiting for you. It's a big deal. Come on upstairs, let's show everybody the real Santa Claus. And he goes up there, and uh, and um, and everyone cheers for him. There's literally thousands of people at this mall to see this mall's Santa. Um,
1: which makes you really wonder what was OG Santa doing to drum up this much support.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Um, PR lady begrudgingly pays Lenny the $50. He's like, hey, hey, come on. And she goes, like, <sighs> I'm shaking $50. Um, All right. So so Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea, Blake Thorne, sitting there um, talking to kids uh, about their Christmas list is supposed to be like one of the funniest parts of this movie. You can tell. It's in no way. Is it that? Um, so he's like, uh, "What do you want for Christmas?" I don't know. And then he starts listing toys he can think of, and that's 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 it. That's oh, what a what a joke! Hey, <laughs> um, but at the same time, there is a lady in a bad Christmas sweater uh, sitting at a at a booth for there's taking donations to save the orphanage at the old church.
1: There sure is. And
0: two hoodlums who are supposed to be. 17, and are absolutely in their 40s, are are like, hey, let's steal this giant circle with $12 bills and some pennies in it. We're going to be rolling in it. Come on. And so one guy picks it up and tries to stuff it under his shirt, but ends up dropping it and it breaks open. And there's literally, again... $12 bills and maybe a dollar and a half in pennies.
1: Probably, yeah, like a Get the money
0: and go. Let's go. We got to get out of here. It's grand theft. Clear plastic bubble with $12 in it. It's like real,
1: real petty theft. Like, that's the kind of thing that it's like, it's $12. There's a button in it. There's a paperclip. There's pennies there's a rubber band Mm -hmm. like that's one of those things where people just take whatever's a butterscotch candy probably
0: um and none
1: of the thousands of adults that are waiting to meet santa pick up on this only a little girl
0: a little girl who we've seen on santa's lap before um says what are you doing i'm gonna go get santa and she does she just goes santa some of the robbers are over there stealing the money and hulk hogan goes over there and hulk hogan's them um, and like there are Santa's a real American. Ah, <laughs> uh, fight for the gifts of every man. Um, so- he turned, <laughs> he, did. Um, he fights these guys, um, uh, brutally beating them up. Um, and I do love that, uh, all of the christmas themed decorative things that are used as weapons against hulk hogan in this film in, in particular ubiquitous styrofoam candy canes that everyone's like i'm going to hit you over the head with this i mean charitably they're clear plastic they're, not, they're they're hollow plastic yeah like charitably maybe they're that but like it's just like he just Blocking a candy cane shot and then punch, punch, pick up and throw.
1: They like four had times in this movie. The kids waiting in steel chairs. I thought he should have gotten mm-hmm. hit with a steel chair. Mm-hmm. Or a businessman who had a very brightly covered briefcase. I guess money living wasn't that, a thing I'm, yet. But...
0: I'm grossly disappointed by. It. No 12 inch TVs. The, uh, but no No big boot. No leg drop. No, not in the entire film. You you have a wrestler in your picture, and there are fight scenes, and you don't have them do their signature moves. What are you doing, John Murlowski? who I am assuming directed this movie and no other films? Now we're keep, looking keep, it up. Now we look up look up John Murlowski.
1: I can't believe we didn't do this before filming. At this
0: warranted such research. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, the the crowd goes wild because he thwarted a robbery of twelve dollars and 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 seventy eight pennies. And um, they could have they you know what they could have done, Kate, very easily. They could have filled this glass bubble thing with. I mean, I'm I'm assuming you have the budget to go down to the to the bank and and withdraw. $200 in dollars and fill the bubble with that. And then afterwards you can go and take it back to the bank and redeposit it. You'd, you'd basically be renting it for, for a bit. But they didn't do that. They, they specifically that. said let's have this, this glass bubble have no money in it and these th- in these robbers try and steal it, which I guess could be funny but why do we care that Santa beat up these guys who were stealing $12?
1: Uh, I think
0: it's the spectacle of Santa beating somebody up more than it is the right, robbery but like, itself. I don't know the, the robbery. Like, just let him go. He should have done so a he, leg drop. He should have done a leg drop. That's for sure. Like,
1: there, there were so many opportunities to acknowledge that he's a wrestler in this with like a way, because uh, nobody's going to see this movie that isn't a wrestling fan. So, lean into it, man. It's kind of like how last week we were talking about. There was no like Lindsay Lohan. Yep. Mean girls no. references and that like sad. I cannot find um, anything on John M. Murlowski. Murlowski.
0: There you go. So um so here's the deal. Um everyone uh, there's a everyone wants to know about Santa with muscles. Um uh, he gets interviewed at some point. Oh, that's the um, next day. He gets he, he drives away on Lenny's moped because oh Lenny tries during at the mall, goes to the mall ATM with Blake Thorne's card. And it's in this ATM requires you to have a thumbprint ID, which is not something they required at ATMs in 1996. I know this because they don't require it in 2022. So it's a completely futuristic alternate dimension where thumbprint technology.
1: Because he's so rich. He had like Yeah, but it's special... not like it's his own
0: bank and he came up with it himself. That's very true. The, I, there are no thumbprint scanners at any ATMs, no matter what you're trying to withdraw. Anyway, um, but he gets very upset because he can't withdraw all the money.
1: Okay, this is really important, so I'm sorry to have to interrupt. Mm. John Barlowski has directed other stuff, and it is mm. everything you would have thought someone who directed this movie would mm. have done. There are other Christmas movies There are other, I can't even call them B-level, like, Q-level action movies. And there's, like, The Cop Dog. (laughs) A Golden Christmas, which would be an Air Bud spinoff. Christmas Mail. And then there's, like, The Contract Killer. It's exactly what you would have assumed. The shoplifting pack, Stealing in Suburbia. This is exactly where you thought this guy's career would go if you thought it was going to continue at all after so just really good Um, stuff we can continue
0: but there's no need really
1: (laughs) to your point fight scenes we don't get a lag drop we don't even get new japan hulk hogan certainly no um Mm. and i will say Um, the the ass kicking does feel disproportionate to the crime to your point yeah like stealing 12 dollars, you probably shouldn't be like assaulted no. I'm also so confused. We'll get to it, but like the cops seem much more concerned about like the speeding them than they do about the mad scientist who lives on a hill. There's no authority figure trying to stop them from taking over the town, but we'll get we'll get into that. But like um, they really followed this high speed chase; they mm-hmm. really saw it through to the point so where you took on a different personality.
0: They were stealing money that was supposed to be. For um this orphanage, and Santa finds out about it and says, "I think they need me uh-huh. let's go to this orphanage, and Lenny doesn't want to take him, but like he just does on the back of his moped yep, um hey, no, you're slaysing the shop all the all the all the reindeers they they got the reindeer flu. So come on with me on my moped. We'll go over there. And he does um, say
1: if I'm Santa, shouldn't I have a sleigh?
0: Yeah. And he's like, no, the sleigh's in the shop. Yeah. Bad breaks. Anyway. Um, uh, so they drive over to this orphanage. Um, so this is where we need to stop, and like, because there, there's been scenes intercut with all this stuff of the establishment of the bad guys. Um I can't. I can't remember the name of the main henchman, the guy in the lab coat, Doctor Something, um, uh, and um, but he's the guy who's also Lenny's bookie. For some reason, we never know what what Lenny owes him money for.
1: We sure don't. But
0: there's a very expansive villain compound, um, and this uh, this Doctor Lab Coat guy. Um, is uh, Doctor Vi- Doctor Villain? Doctor Villain is um, is leading the interrogation of a man who's being held upside down by his ankles, mm-hmm. who's been tied upside down by his ankles, um, <clears throat> and being interrogated by um, by a, 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 a small tube TV, which is has on the face of it Ed Begley Jr., who of course we all know from this show from Pennsylvania 6-5000. Of course. Um and he's the vill- he's the he's the mad scientist. Uh Dr. Ebner Frost. Um and uh Dr. Ebner Frost uh is a germaphobe, which is why I won't go outside. Um but uh he's like um uh yes, um uh, oh so you're going to sell me your shoe store, aren't you, Dr. Uh, Mr. Ruffini? No, I'm not going to sell you my shoe store. Uh, upside down, Mr. Ruffini says, Like, ah, well, then I hope you enjoy my associates. And out comes a guy in a pith helmet. This is Dr. Flint, the world's most foremost, the world's foremost evil archaeologist. <laughs> I'm like, Why do you have an archaeologist? I like to. To torture this guy, like don't be, don't be, don't be uh, alarmed by the fact that they've all been kicked out of the most, the foremost universities for being evil. Um, and so, Doctor Frost, uh, not no, uh, Doctor Flint comes up and and uses a little one of those little brushes they use to clear away fossils, and he brushes the guy's face, and he goes, "You're going to be an excellent fossil." <laughs> and he goes away. Uh, oh, yes, and the uh, uh, g- chemistry expert. Uh, Doctor Vile, like, and and he's got a little thing on his back and a little squirty deal. Um, and he's like, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like the the smell of methane, but I think it's nature's perfume. <laughs> and squirts methane in his face. Okay, fine. These two guys also, uh, Lady Electro. I don't remember what her friggin' name was. Uh, but they all have weird little pun names. Uh, Dr Watt she, Dr Watt that's right Dr Watt and, she, and and she's um she's got a very dramatic bob and uh, little little sunglasses and she's got electro gloves and she's going to like electrocute him um uh and uh this guy uh, eventually agrees to sell his shoe store to Dr. Ebner Frost um, and, and Dr. was ah, yes, uh, now there's only one more place we have to get. It's the orphanage. Ah. And he crosses off a little square on this map that he has and he has to get all the properties in this neighborhood.
1: Alex, so why he didn't sends, he have an evil real estate lawyer? There you go. Like why you... We went so far out of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To create an evil science plot mm-hmm. that just no to, to to buy out stores.
0: He he uh, he sends Doctor Villain Labcoat to to Dr. go Blight, talk to
1: but Doctor Villain Labcoat. Blight.
0: There you go. Thank you. And you it was a B, uh, but I like <laughs> I like Doctor
1: Villain, Villain Labcoat better. Doctor
0: Villain Labcoat. Doctor <laughs> Villain Actually, Labcoat. Doctor Villain Labcoat. Actually, it's pronounced Villain. Uh, a Doctor Villain Labcoat. Um.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs>
0: My God. Um, so, uh, yeah, I didn't go to seven years of medieval med school to be called Mr. Villain. Um, he, he comes in and, uh, he's he, talking and he's hitting on the woman who's running things, Leslie, who runs the, the overage. Um, and she's like, uh, and she says very spoilingly, go away. We don't ever want to see you again. Get out and don't ever come back. She says very pointedly at him. And then she closes the door. This will come in handy, I guess, later for some reason. Um, and so they hook a chain to the back of their ice cream truck, which is their villain transportation. And they, uh, to, they took the chain to a statue and then pulled the statue into the street to... Do something bad with the statue? I I don't... I don't know what that is. Um, But it's okay, because they can't drive away, because Hulk Hogan is there. Blake Thorne is there. And he grabs the chain, and they are driving away at a great... The pedal is to the metal. And Hulk Hogan is standing there holding the chain, and they can't go anywhere. Um... And then they they see that who it is like oh Merry Christmas Santa <laughs> like uh, uh oh okay and and then he lets go of the chain and they drive away anyway but he's saved the statue although that the head of the statue broke off it's really too bad uh, but he goes in and he's still dressed as Santa he's still got the beard and everything he's Santa um and. Uh, this is where he meets Leslie and I don't remember that there, there's another guy. He's a very, he's the caretaker for that, for the church who, who also helps with the orphanage, um, yes. is played by Garrett Morris. I can't remember the name of the, uh, of the character. And they meet the three kids, Elizabeth, the little blonde girl who wrote the letter at the beginning, Taylor, the boy who's seems to be severely depressed about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then Sarah, played by Mila Kunis, who is the best actor in the entire film. And I don't mean, like, is the best actor, meaning she, Mila Kunis, is a great actor. I'm saying this is the best performance in the film, by far, yes. given by Mila Kunis, who I think is in her first movie she's ever done. Like, it's just, she's just very natural at it and, and is very good at it.
1: I gotta wonder, like, what... Like did the casting director from that seventies show go, I gotta get the guy and
0: the gal from Santa with the muscles. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was the same casting director or something. Or, or the or the or the assistant casting director for um uh for that seventies show was the casting director for this and was like, Hey, come on in. I, I think I think you'd be perfect for these you for these should roles. Read I mean, honestly this, I don't know.
1: Don Stark and Mila, Mila Kudas, who was only 14 when she landed that 70 show kind of famously. Mm-hmm. Um, Garrett Morris's name is Clayton. But Clayton.
0: Yeah,
1: but yeah they um, just take in
0: you're right. children
1: okay. and Santas.
0: Crucially, there are three children at this orphanage. This orphanage, in a, a rundown old church, has three children living in it. And I think that may be why you have a lack of funding. Um,
1: No, they justify that, though. They say that they tried to move the rest of the kids because they knew that the evil scientist was going to come take over their space. So they were trying to place kids as fast as they could, which seems very healthy, because then the one kid goes, We're the leftovers! And then gets up from the dinner table and walks away. So they're trying to preemptively rush placing children in homes. And these are the three that are left because they know the evil scientist is going to come and take over their property.
0: So a lot of those kids got sexually abused. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're rushing to put them, hey, we'd like a child. Um, we gotta do a background check on you first. Oh, actually, right now, no time for background checks. Yeah, it's not a dog. Here's all these children you'd like children. No, No. some of these children were horribly traumatized by the by the time where a mad scientist forced them out of the orphanage, and the orphanage didn't have time to run background checks, so they were placed with horribly abusive families.
1: I've never wanted a sequel of such a terrible movie so much in my life. Like, I'm dying to know about those kids so bad.
0: Oh, it's, I, honestly, I, I'm sorry. But the, my first thought was, like, if you're rushing to play children at homes. it'd
1: be completely unethical. Yeah.
0: No, don't do that. There's a reason why that takes a long time. Yeah, of course. Um. Okay. I did not catch that detail. I just thought it was an orphanage for three kids because it also felt like, there wasn't a lot of room for more than three kids in that small building Correct. anyway. Yes. Um, So they just, the kids accepted as Santa and Leslie plays along. Clayton plays along. Um, uh, we don't have any, Hey, S- Santa. Sure. You want to stay the night? Um, Yeah, not a problem. I mean, you are the Santa with muscles from the news, so you must be cool.
1: No, the interview didn't happen yet
0: until the next day you're right
1: the next day so it's just a stranger that fought off someone to save an already broken statue
0: yes um good very good um and so they get given pajamas um lenny is wearing a lamb costume uh and says am i a bunny am i a sheep which of these two things is a line that he says? Which one of these two things? You are obviously a sheep, sir. Yes. Um, but so uh, you
1: were just an elf, so like yeah. maybe get off like the high horse about
0: it. Yeah, and uh, and then uh <laughs> Blake Thorne has to wear um uh he's like wait if my beard was fake because he takes it off. How am I how am I Santa? Uh I don't forget I forget what Lenny tells him, but he comes up with a, an excuse the next morning of why he doesn't have a beard. But um so oh yeah, because Blake also Blake Thorne is wearing an old shepherd costume from a Nativity play, I guess. But they get they, they go to sleep and they wake up the next morning and they're going to breakfast and in walks Blake Thorne in the Santa outfit, but without the beard. And uh, Lenny's like, "Hey, you're not wearing the head of And um, and uh, it's like, "Oh, yeah. Well, um, uh, Mrs. Claus says it tickles, so I just wear it for deliveries," says Hulk Hogan, which is a a good a good excuse, a good cover. But also, like, if you can think on your feet that fast, figure out what your name is, figure out to look for a wallet, an yeah. ID. Um. Uh. I don't know contact um, a
1: single news station this is yeah. where we get into the same issue right. as the Lindsay Lohan right. movie
0: last so then overnight apparently Mila Kunis as Sarah has seamstressed him a costume that is sleeveless because he's got muscles Sarah um, has muscles and, and when he, and so he is, it's a, it's a sleeveless thing. He's got muscles. Uh And he, when he goes out and does the interview with the lady from the news channel, he's wearing the fake beard again, which is good because if he wasn't, then somebody would have been like, that's Blake. Thorn. Um, oh, I forgot at breakfast. There's a, there's a thing of um, his cereal, Blake Thorne's cereal sitting there at the breakfast table. And Leslie goes, you know what? for some reason you remind me of somebody i'm not sure i can't quite put my finger on it and then lenny like takes the th- and he he shakes all the cereal out onto the onto his pancakes go, oh if you haven't tried them like this it's the best uh and then ah uh, and then he takes he crushes up the the box with blake thorne's picture on it and um and he says I- i'm gonna recycle this and then um he watches as Hulk Hogan takes a, a, a drink of his orange juice and he's got a thumbprint on it. It's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to use the thumbprint because Lenny's a type, really the type of guy who would think of this. I'm going to use the thumbprint from that glass to be able to, to fool the ATM.
1: If you saved a hero's life and he was a multi-millionaire, <laughs> do you think maybe like telling him the truth and saving his life might get you rewarded a little bit more in the long run? I mean,
0: honestly, Lenny's pretty smart about that because Blake Thorne is the kind of guy who would not give a reward to anybody if Blake Thorne found out who he was.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Ooh. Other other, other millionaires, perhaps. I mean, but he's nice to all not. the
1: people that work for him other than trying to beat him up, but they seem like they have a good relationship. Seems like a voluntary thing.
0: I mean, it it feels very stockholm to me. It does. But anyway. Um, uh, So later we see Lenny go and try and, and use the thumbprint. Like, he pushes the glass. Like, he doesn't lift it with a piece of tape like they do in the movies. He just pushes the glass against the thumbprint reader and goes, Ah, Mr. Mr. Thorne, this is your right thumbprint. Please do your left thumbprint. Uh, and he's like, Ah, no um but uh there's the interview with which is he's santa with muscles the interview with the the, the news station nobody no idea
1: how they found out but they need an interview with him mm-hmm. like all he's um, done was save a broken statue but the whole town knows
0: no no it was because of the beating up everybody at the mall there was all these pictures that were in the newspaper of of people who were there
1: oh right
0: Yeah, it's a a big... It's the biggest story story in the history of Lakeville is the one time a Santa beat up two robbers who were trying to steal $13.
1: That actually, as someone who hails from a small town, that probably would be, like, very big news. All right, I'll I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Did you hear? Oh, my goodness. Santa
0: beat up two guys. I
1: was walking by the Cinnabon, and what do I... I turn to my right, and I just see... I just see Santa.
0: Um... There were actually there was actually a scene where like two uh Linda and Sheila types looked at each other as Santa was driving away and they're like, oh my god. Oh my and goodness. A, yeah. Um so um there's more stuff that happens in this middle ground of the movie. Um none more so, none more explicable than Um, Santa finding Elizabeth sad in the church and them singing a song together Um, and uh, um, she doesn't remember her mom but she remembers her mom must have sang it to her because how else would she know the song Um, but uh, they sing it together like Um, Leslie always says there are fairies that live in the windows of this church and people come from miles around to see them, but they only come out if, if you sing the song exactly right or something and they sing it really badly. And then the, the, the windows turn from clear to opaque. They don't glow. They don't like flicker. Did nobody did anything in post. They just made the light outside go from bright to cloudy, and they thought that was enough to be like, "Oh, there's fairies Christmas in the magic. windows." Yeah. Um, uh,
1: we also see this is where the elf and the evil scientist could be, like, convene. Right? He's at mm-hmm. the. Isn't that when he's at the ATM and then yes, Dr. The evil Scientist, yeah, Villain Man,
0: Doctor Villain Labcoat. Yes, who 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 says you you're going to help us get that get that orphanage, Lenny? Oh, we're going to get you or something. And he doesn't want to because he's he's having a he, his heart grew three sizes that day. Of course. So um, so he he wants to help the kids, but you know he's he's in a he's in a bind. He owes the villains' henchman fifty dollars or more than fifty dollars because he already got fifty dollars from. This, I don't know. He owes him a lot of money. Um. And so he's got maybe
1: as much as seventy five
0: dollars. Seventy five dollars, U.S. American. Um, U.S. American. They also American. find out um, where the there's the catacombs. Yeah, under the under the church, there's these catacombs, and then there's a vault down there. There's a vault. Yeah. Hey, the kids use the catacombs as a clubhouse. There are literally dead, decomposing bodies in in little little in the catacombs and there's like two chairs and they're like, it's a, it's our clubhouse. Um, we also get a
1: fight scene between Hulk Hogan. He comes yes. back. Uh, yeah. Dr. Villain Labcoat comes back right. in his ice cream drug and Hulk Hogan, yes. just no selling him. I was yeah. like, he looks better than Hulk Hogan does in this fight yeah. scene. This was yeah. terrible. He oh sold right, better. yeah, the, the
0: guy does a, like full on spinning back kicks. The stunt man for Doctor Verlaine is a hell of a martial artist, and no, it just completely no sells him. Uh, then there's an there, I can't I can't remember when when this is. There's also a fight scene at the top of the tower. Um, yeah, the, that's guess, a little bit later,
1: but yeah,
0: yeah, but but anyway, there's a vault in the in the clubhouse catacombs. And we figured out three of the numbers, they say. And each kid does the three numbers that they figured out. We can't figure out the fourth one. And then Hulk Hogan knows it. He just knows what it is and does it. And it's not like he can remember because there was like it's oh, it's it's these, it's this birth date or something. It's you know. He just does it. And they open it up. And inside. And Sarah. Mila Kunis knows this. She says. Oh these are all. They're. They're. um They're crystals. Quartz crystals. With electricity inside them. Um, And I'm I gotta
1: say. It's such a weird visual. To see. Hulk Hogan. Who also knows something's going on at the mansion at this point. He's like picked up on like. There's something more than property stuff he's also learning rules along the way like all the rules that he had he's finding out that there's Santa rules and to follow them uh, one of the snot kids is trying to come with him for his adventures but he's too young right now uh, but the visual of Hulk Hogan dressed as Santa Claus with a sleeveless suit with children in the catacombs and mm-hmm. electricity crystals mm-hmm. Di- I cannot believe that out of context, this has not like gone viral on several yeah. podcasts. Like it is yeah. such a, a, a weird, you must've been on drugs scene. Yeah. If you don't know the rest of the context of the movie and the context isn't much better in no. in reality, but out of context, the, just the visual is truly incredible.
0: Um, In <laughs> for the sake of brevity, um there they um so yeah there's a fight scene the, dr blight comes back and is trying to muscle his way into the place and uh blake thorn santa claus chases him up to the top of the tower in the church and um and beats him up like beats him pretty good but there's one of those santas that kind of like animatronically does this and for some reason that santa does this in a way that knocks Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan has never sold for anybody in his life as much as he's sold and bumped for fake animatronic Santa. That Santa on Santa violence, man, that'll get you. Um, And he falls out of the thing, but lands safely in a garbage truck passing by because, of course, that's what happens.
1: Also, I can't stress enough: Not a single policeman... Not a mayor, not an authority mm-hmm. figure that's overseeing nope. the mass mergers, the monopoly mm-hmm. that's happening in this town, and he just shows up with a pickaxe. Right, just shows up with a pickaxe, uh, right. and nobody calls the cops at any point in this. Like nobody, nobody. Nope. Maybe your funding isn't great for your orphanage because you're you're an idiot. You have a millionaire yeah. that you don't recognize sitting in front of you, who's on your cereal box. Mm-hmm. You've never called the cops once in your life. Hmm. Um, but yes, it escalates up into the bell tower and Hulk Hogan sells harder for animatronic Santa than... Also, I'm not sure why you put an animatronic Santa all the way up there, but...
0: No. Um, like, but if he if falls gonna, into he was, the garbage did... truck. Yep. And so then he realizes who he is because the only way to cure amnesia is to bonk your head a different Bump
1: way. it back. Which, yep. again, inconsistent with the last movie because Lindsay Lohan yeah. bumped her head like 64 times. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So totally fine. Uh <laughs> falls in a well, eyes go cross, gets kicked by a mule to go back normal. I don't know. Um yep. so um so anyway, he knows who he is, um, and he wakes up in his own bed thinking it's a dream, but he gets out of bed and he's wearing the Santa costume. His butler comes in and is like, oh yes, hello. Uh um <clears throat> so uh, Mr. Thorne, it's good to see you up and about again. A sanitation worker found you in his truck and recognizing your picture from all of your products brought you back here. And I was like, so the one guy in town who knows who the millionaire is, is the garbage man? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, unseen garbage man, never actually appears on the film. but and uh,
1: Has the thought to do something about it.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he calls Leslie right? But he's not actually calling Leslie. Somebody has thought ahead to tap the phone and redirect it to the the villain compound where a recording is being played of Leslie telling Dr. Villain Labcoat go away, we don't want you here, never come back again. Uh, and Blake Thorne, because he's an idiot, falls for it. Yes. Um, uh, and he's just going to go back to his normal humdrum life not being friends with orphans until Lenny calls him uh, and tells him everybody's here. They're gonna take over the orphanage and burn it to the ground after they get all their magic crystals out of the out of the out of the ground over here. And he's like, "All right, suit up, everybody. We're going on a rescue mission." And all of his paintball buddies and um and friends, uh, his his staff members. Go on a high-speed chase with the police again in order to get there. Uh, two bottles of salad dressing with no calories, only three calories per, ser- per serving, per bottle, I think, are, are dumped out of the back of his van. Um, and because of that, that little tiny two bottles of salad dressing, the the um, bunch of cop cars spin out of control. Right. Also, they get um, stuck on a bridge between Clint Howard's cop car and another cop car. And that other cop car has a bazooka. Of course. The guy gets out of the car with a bazooka to stop a high speed chase. And that's it. Mind you, not somebody who's like been murdering people all over. This is not a Grand Theft Auto situation. Correct. At most, this guy's got two out of five stars from the from the cops. Oh and, yeah. Um. And the guy shoots a bazooka, and because he's Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan dodges it with his. He just flicks the steering wheel a little bit to the left, and the thing goes right past him and blows up Clint Howard's cop car. Um. Uh. Comically, so uh, I suppose. Um. Hulk Hogan gets to the orphanage, which has been overrun by bad guys. And has to deal with them one at a time. There's another villain that's there now. It is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, it is. Who, it, is, it, is it is Brother Bruteye. It is the disciple. It is um, Hulk Hogan's real-life best friend, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And evil playing... lab
1: assistant, Brutus the
0: Barber Beefcake. He's an evil lab assistant. He's wearing a lab coat, but he's also got his hair tied back dramatically into a samurai ponytail while also wearing a Fu Manchu mustache. He is an Asian stereotype henchman, but they can't decide what country he's from in Asia, because he's got the hair and the facial hair don't match, and also he does sumo stomping. Um, uh, It is somehow in a movie that is this bad, still out of place in its racism? Like, I don't (laughs) don't understand why, like, oh, hey, you know what we need? It's either this. You know what we need? An Asian stereotype henchman. And Hulk Hogan says, I know who would be perfect for that. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Or Hulk Hogan said, you're going to give a part to my friend, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And somebody said, who can we have Brutus the Barber Beefcake play? I know an Asian stereotype henchman. Neither one of those things is optimal. I would I would argue. Just. just.
1: I would say it was probably the first one, and they wanted to cast somebody who's Asian, and then oh, Hulk Hogan okay. was like, "Not today, brother. You're yeah. casting my friend."
0: Yeah. Um. So he he's able to fight off the the methane guy. By by who's wearing a full hazmat suit by stiffing the the methane hose into the suit and blowing up like a balloon, so he's in there with all the methane gas. Um, and uh, and he kind of like falls over laughing because it's because it's laughing methane gas. Uh, and he's able to defeat Electro Lady, um, after defeating Brutus Barber Beefcake in the most comical way possible by like stomping on a church pew that like comes up on the other end and hits him under the under the chin. One move, that's it. Kind of how the disciple fared in all of his stuff and then in that um But then he's able to only beat the electric lady because uh Lenny dumps a bucket of water on her from a higher elevation in the church, instantly killing her. I mean it doesn't, but it would. Um it, it certainly electrocutes her enough so she's knocked out. Um uh, Mr. Flint, the archaeologist, I would guess you we need him because he's going to be the one to extricate all of the crystals in there. Um, and uh uh but anyway, he's using a, some kind of drill to get into the vault. Uh and just as he gets into the vault, um, he's in there, and Ed Begley Jr., the Dr. Frost runs in there. Um, and uh they knock out the Dr. Flint by by slashing the door against him accidentally several times as they open it to run into the thing, so he's knocked out. They get rid of all of them. Now, I've saved this last reveal for the end, even though they did it earlier in the movie because it is so preposterous. It takes Clayton three-quarters of the movie to explain this to uh, to Blake Thorne. Uh, Blake Thorne grew up in the orphanage. He was an orphan who was then adopted by a very rich family, which happens only in movies. Of course. Um, and his best friend while at the orphanage was Dr. Ebner Frost. I mean, he wasn't a doctor at the time because he was also a child, but D- Ebner Frost. And so he calls him Ebby when he meets like, ah, Blake, is that you? Blake Terachevsky? because they changed his name to Blake Thorne because Terachevsky didn't sound so good on, on, a, on a cereal box. Um, so that's why Ebner doesn't know who he is, even though he looked whatever. Um, they haven't seen since they were 10, uh, but they were always enemies at the time, and now they're enemies again. And um, so Dr. Ebner Frost fights off Hulk Hogan by swinging some pickaxe near some explodey crystals, and they explode enough crystals that the entire place is gonna blow. And they run away um, up to the top and they get outside and the whole place explodes. No more church, no more orphanage, no more crystals. Is it ever explained exactly what he's going to do with the crystals when he gets them?
1: I don't think so. And I also just want to keep in mind that uh, Dr. Valene Labcoat is being flirted with by... Oh, yeah. That she's this this key distraction. Yes. Him.
0: Right it's a wonderful wrestling distraction she's he's distracted by the pretty yes, girl, and course. then all the children um shove him into a deep freezer
1: mm-hmm. which
0: which you would have at this place and they and so then he gets deep frozen
1: never really explained what the deal with the crystals is, never explained why mm-hmm. they didn't go there first if that's no. the issue i think
0: no um. um but um so there's a lot of like. Uh good natured nineties 90s... Hey, the villains lost. Let's make bad jokes at their expense. Ha 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 right, right, everybody? Um and then they go Well, at least we got rid of all the bad guys and they're gonna go to jail for a long time. But now there's nowhere for us to go. Um ah I have I can think of one place that could definitely use some new something um the 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 synopsis on wikipedia says that at the end uh Blake Thorne uh, because there is no orphanage it exploded uh volunteers his own mansion to be the new orphanage that is not true somebody needs to go into wikipedia and edit that
1: it's going to because- be us nobody else not- cares about this no. we're going to do it <laughs>
0: Nobody cares about it, but it's not gonna be me. I'm not gonna do that. I'm doing it. Um uh, am <laughs> doing do it. it. I from want the, you to do it from a
1: point of pride. I'm I doing want it. you to
0: do it, and I want you to, to send me the screenshot um mm-hmm. of you doing it. Um I uh he volunteers the villain's old compound to be the new orphanage. I again they placed all the kids with families except for three of them. And the final thing in the movie is uh, them running around. There's, I don't know, four, five dozen orphans running around the grounds of this old compound as as Garrett Morris Clayton mows the lawn, driving a Raphsma lawnmower because they blocked out C at the beginning and the N at the end. They could have blacked out the whole thing and just made a black bar on it. Made it look like a racing stripe, but they blocked out the C in the end to make it him driving a lawn lawnmower, which is so odd. Um, But they so there are a lot more orphans in, in town and I think it's because of all the people that died during the high speed chases. And so all these kids are now orphans. Um. Because the cops have bazookas, Lord knows you could like their unseen number of of sh- mistimed shooting incidents. Look, All you, these people are you dead. steal twelve
1: dollars, you get your ass kicked. Like this That's is right. not.
0: That's right. I
1: would say too, probably a lot of the kids ran away from their adopted parents because yeah, they were bad. rushed because to placement. or, or horribly were,
0: abused. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, does here's what, they, here's what they could have decently done. There are only three of these. He hasn't met any of the other kids, right? At this point, I did not know that there even were other kids because I missed that detail. Um, Oh, how could you miss it? Three of them. And he's formed a serious bond with all of them, okay? We didn't get the obvious ending of the movie where where will we go now? Don't worry about that. We're all going back to my place. I have a giant mansion. As many bedrooms as you could possibly imagine. Everyone's got their own bedroom. And Leslie, you're welcome to come visit anytime you like. And the final shot of the movie isn't the big villain compound with with 70 kids. It's Garrett, new head gardener of this whole group of people. He's been promoted. He works for, for Blake Thorne now. Um, And also leslie coming over for dinner and he kisses her hand and we can tell oh they're gonna have a new mom as well as a new dad and here's these kids they all live together they're adoptive brothers and sisters um they don't do that they just have him no i'm gonna pawn you off on this other thing you know it's this other place over there you that thing i'll see you when i see it um Uh, and
1: previously a a hellscape too like oh
0: yeah yeah um but they they look through a telescope And the telescope is pointed directly down the hill at the prison where all of the villains are dressed in old timey striped prison outfits on a chain gang breaking rocks in the yard of the prison. But unless this is this last scene is set sometime far into the future, which it does not appear to be because everyone's still wearing Santa hats. That was the fastest trial in the history of the of the justice system, because what are they doing in prison wearing prison outfits? They haven't have been arraigned yet. It looks like it's the same day. Um,
1: I don't know if they have like a a traditional government in no, you're, this as, town as we've, because yeah, also there can't, It's is, not like there's a mayor.
0: Yeah, this is a uh, a fake multi. This we're in the multiverse now.
1: Yeah, it's lawless. Um, it's the Wild West out there.
0: I cannot. Also, we 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 just skip over it. Hulk Hogan is a terrible actor. So bad. Like, terrible. Te-
1: terrible. Not actor. not a single layer added by anything. And, and not that are, he had like a lot to work with no, in his defense. But but there
0: are also like veteran real actors. Yeah. Littered all over this movie, and the script is so bad. And also they they know what a stinker they're in. Nobody attempts to rise above it. No. It is it is so bad. The only one who doesn't know she's not supposed to be trying is Mila Kunis. Correct. Um, because she's a she's a little angel child who has no clue like what she's like. Listen, Mila Kunis, even like three or four years later, would know she was she would be on the phone to her agent to get her out of this movie over and over again. Um, it is nobody's trying. It was, it is, may, it may very well be. I'd have to really think hard to think of a movie that is worse than this movie.
1: Well, if there is a movie that's worse than this movie, Alex, we'll be sure to cover it here on Get the Flick Out of Here. <laughs>
0: that's true. Um, uh, we have others. Uh, lined up for our christmas season that are sure to make you go
1: oh it's gonna be a run for their money with this one
0: what yeah no, there's some bad ones coming up i nothing could be this bad guys like i mean if you if you want to i don't know why but if you want to see the absolutely i feel sure of this the worst christmas movie ever made
1: That includes, I'm
0: sure of this.
1: I've watched a lot of dumb, dumb Lifetime and Hallmark ones. This is far worse because, even of everything we covered, I would say Transylvania Sex 5000 is probably like the maybe the next worst from like a movie standpoint. But that had some silly gags, but the movie itself had fallen apart. Yeah. And then other ones are so bad they end up being entertaining. This was mostly no, no. this this was a little entertaining for the wrong reasons, but not not no. enough to overcome how like no. the room was hysterical for yeah. the wrong reasons. This was like eh. oh
0: boy. Yeah. So get the <laughs> flick out of here. Get it that's, way out. That's a get out. Um and we'll 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 see you next next week. Uh will sure it'll it won't be good, but (laughs) we'll see you next week for more of these. um, Still going around praying for my own death. Get the flick out of here. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird subscribe now.